Hello, welcome to another episode of the Short, Pale, and Handsome Podcast. I'm your boy, Loy Lee. Today is Monday, June 17th, 2019. Happy Father's Day to you. Happy Father's Day to you. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you. I don't know. Uh, shout out to all the fathers out there. Uh, you know, happy you didn't pull out day. Happy, yeah, you got responsibilities both legally and religiously. I don't know. Uh, happy Father's Day. I don't really celebrate Dad's Day. I call him my stepdad. I love him. I call him, hey, Happy Father's Day. Thank you for being the real MVP in, in life. You are the real hero. You decided to take on other people's kids, stepdads. And stepdads are like, you know what? I know for a fact I am never going to be the father. I am just going to be the guy that takes all the blame. I'm always in the red zone of being threatened by that ultimate trump card any kid can pull. You're not my real dad, and they are absolutely right. But yet, you take that threat, and you're like, fuck it. I can make a change. I can be better. I can continue to bang your mom, and I will deal with your emotional abuse. (laughs) You know, I, I think that stepdads are the real heroes here. I think uh, that they just, um, you know, they know that they're never going to be the dad. That's why stepdads want their own kid. They're like, hey, uh, if you were less cunts, you, I would treat you like my real kid, but you guys are monsters, and I'm just going to keep on treating my real kid like a goddamn king, and you guys are just there because I have to keep you around to keep on banging your mom. Shout out. I am I am better than your real dad, but you will never treat me like that because you guys have a horrible sense of how the world works. Your mom said, "Fuck your real dad. I'm going to upgrade. I'm the upgrade. I'm the upgrade." And you guys still treat me like I'm a piece of shit. I don't know what was going on. Uh I have two stepdads. Uh, not at the same time. I don't know what you call the guy that used to be with your mom and no longer. The guy that used to be married to your mom, your mom calls her ex-husband. Do we call them ex-stepdads? Wow. That's like three layers of fuck you. You're not my dad. You're not even my stepdad anymore. You are the guy that used to bang my mom legally. <laughs> Uh, happy stepdad day, guys. I I don't even know. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I'm curious. I'm curious. Will single moms take over the stepdad holiday if that ever was a thing? I get it. I get it. You know, dad, Father's Day is like the worst holiday. We don't put any thought into that shit. Like for Mother's Day, we go out and we do brunch there's presents, there's confetti. We're like five permits away from goddamn fireworks. We celebrate the whole goddamn weekend. There's like a fashion show, there's an art show, there's wine, there's Prosecco. Step uh, dads, stepdads are not fathers. 
Fathers, you get like a cup of coffee, a donut with your name on it, and then like undershirts. Undershirts slash socks slash underwear slash a necktie that you will never wear. Not because it's a horrible tie, because you don't have a job where you need to have a tie, but your kids were like, hey, maybe uh, we just go get a Star Wars necktie for a dad that stays at home and just works on his computer. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. But uh, congratulations. You made it. Congratulations on the anniversary reminder of the fact that you did not pull out. Happy you didn't pull out day. And you didn't pull out and you got the receipts. Happy that day. I don't, I don't, have, a, I have, a, I don't have a dad. I don't have a dad. I don't celebrate Father's Day. I call my stepdad up and like, hey, thank you for being a friend. We travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true and you're a real confidant. I don't have any really original ideas anymore. I just, I'm just repeating songs that get stuck in my head. And uh, I just go to a quiet, safe place in my memories where everybody knows my name. Uh, happy Father's Day. Are we, are we done? Are we done talking about Father's Day? Are we done talking about Father's Day? Can we talk about me again? Let's talk about me. Uh, what did I do this weekend? I just got back last night from uh, a show in Rhode Island. Neither a road nor an island. Talk amongst yourselves. I had not been to Newport, Rhode Island since I was a child. And uh, to me, it just looked like any other seacoast town. Uh, being spending all of my summers in Maine and Wells, Ogonquit, uh, Kennebunk. I graduated from Kennebunk. You know, uh, it to me as a child, Newport, Rhode Island looked like any other seacoast down. There's water, there's boats, there's tourists, it's traffic. Um, sure, it it left no image on my mind that was memorable or even really likable. And when I got uh, paid to do a show out there, I was like, fine, fuck it. Got in my car. Uh, seven hours later, I'm there. It's a beautiful fucking town. It is a fucking amazing town. If you're not familiar with uh, Newport, Rhode Island, it is pretty freaking awesome. Beautiful, uh, uh, quaint. It was large, definitely larger than Wells, Ogunquit, or Kenny Bunk. Uh, it was, um, we, after the show, I met up with, uh, some friends of mine that I met on a cruise, uh, long story. We won't get into that one, but they're from that area and they were in town the same time I was up there. So I was like, Hey, let's hang out. They took me to the, uh, Newport jazz, Newport blues cafe, Newport blues cafe. And there was a cover band which, you know, I'm a huge fan of cover bands called Those Guys. And they were freaking awesome. I was not a fan. I saw them warming up. And this guy, the lead singer, was like a combination of Sting slash Neil Patrick Harris, who sounded like Adam Levine. And I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. And I was that asshole that judged a book by its cover. And those guys were freaking awesome. Uh, he sounded like Adam Levine, but where he didn't, uh, like, their whole playlist was 
running at 100 miles an hour from the jump, and it never slowed down. It was music that you would just never thought that would go together, and it did. It did. And the songs, I was like, oh, this guy needs a voice that doesn't sound like Adam Levine uh, or Marshall Mathers or whatever. It, you know, I feel bad making fun of him. I do. But that's, it's true. But what he made it for, showmanship. He, killer. It was energy. It was the best cover band I'd ever seen probably ever. A lot of the cover bands that I've seen are just bands that do covers. Okay. Or there's bands that like they will dress up like whoever they're trying to be like. If they're trying to be like Pink Floyd, they look like Pink Floyd. Rolling Stones, there's a guy that's doing the Mick Jagger chicken dance. Start me. I don't know. Uh, but these guys, they they were fun to watch. They played music. They were doing like anywhere from Bruno Mars to Come On Eileen. Come on, Eileen. Oh, I swear I love thee. Uh, which I don't think I've ever seen a cover band actually do, and then they rocked out to it, and then they followed it up with like other eighty songs. And what was crazy was there was a lot of kids in the in the audience, like twenty two to twenty five, and they knew they knew Eileen, they knew uh, what was that Billy Idol song? In the midnight hour, they grow more, more, more. They knew that song by word, but you know they did. Uh, those guys did. Uh, Sweet Home Alabama, and we were in Rhode Island, and everyone knew that shit. You know, they were yelling, Roll Tide Roll! Sweet Home Alabama, Roll Tide Roll! Lord, I'm coming home to you. Yeah, like... It was it it was such a weird intersection of my childhood and my fear of the future all just combined in one. And what I realized that uh, what I saw, which was, I thought was super strange, maybe I don't hang out in these circles, but people were coming to the bar with koozies, yeah, beer koozies. I was like, oh, these kids are gonna get thrown out. Like, this is so such a weird thing. They're bringing beer koozies to the bar and then they were ordering drinks and putting the beer in the beer koozie. I was like, fuck, I should probably try to get some beer koozies and slang those things on my website, loyleecomedy.com slash store. Um, I don't know. I gotta I gotta figure I gotta figure that out. Uh, but yeah, it was, um, it was very interesting that those guys, I guess they said on stage that they had been coming to Newport, Rhode Island, and this is the 23rd year in a row that they've performed. And I go, 23 years. That's crazy. 23 years. Like you better be damn good. <laughs> You're doing anything for 23 years in the same place. You better be fucking good. I'm curious if there's like comics that do the same venues or the same cities 23 years in a row. Like every year you're going to come to DC every year and do comedy every year. I don't even think that's a thing. Challenge accepted people. Uh, what I did realize uh, in these small towns was Uber is a fucking problem. Uber, like, you know, we got out uh, probably one o'clock. We'd been drinking and trying to get an Uber or a Lyft, it was like, there was like three people. That was it. Three people in this whole island of Newport, Rhode Island. And they were just puttering around on, 
I swear to God, like gerbil powered cars because they'd be like, hey, Lyft was like uh, none available. Uber was like no cars available. You look at the map and there's not a single car driving around. I thought that was very strange. It took us, you know, um, took us like 30 minutes. The food in Rhode Island was amazing. Uh, the seafood, like you forget. I've been in D.C. for three years. I've been in L.A. for 10 years. And just, you know, going back and forth. Every time I go back, I forget how amazing, um, how amazing everything is. As far as the food, we had scallops. Uh, we went to my buddy's uh, barbecue with his family super like Rhode Island, super New England, Portuguese, you know, to the heart. And they brought like uh, swordfish, which was to die for. I'm not even a good swordfish guy. Like I'm, I don't hang that banner on my wall. And these guys, they, they murdered it. It was out of the ballpark. Scallops out of the park. We, they brought us some um, Portuguese sweetbread. Which I've never had in my life. I don't know a lot of Portuguese. I know a lot of Brazilians who speak Portuguese, but I don't know a lot of Portuguese. And uh, they uh, they know how to live it up. Beer, food, 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 more food, beer, and it was like there was this never ending um, baked clams, mussels, burgers. Portuguese sausage. Yes, everything. It's very simple just to put Portuguese in front of whatever the food. It was Portuguese hamburgers on Portuguese buns with Portuguese cheese. I don't know. It was all amazing. It was all amazing. And it was good to be around family. And it didn't matter. They're just like, hey, come and hang out, have fun, eat, drink, be merry. And uh, you remember that seafood at the highest level and tasting it is like, oh my God, I've been living in, in black and white for so long. And, and seafood, this seafood just reminds me what color looks like. And uh, that's how good the, the seafood was out there. Uh, I didn't have any lobster, which is fine. Um, my wife wanted some, but um, those guys, those guys, uh, they, brought up, they brought up this woman on stage. I don't know if they brought her up, but she definitely showed up. And it's fine. She's dancing and she's dancing with... Uh, with the band and then the, the lead singer points to her and goes, give it up for Jessica. Give it up. It's her 21st birthday. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. Uh, I'm a fucking asshole. Because this woman looked, if she was 21, which I swear to God she wasn't. But if she was 21, it's like, you look absolutely horrible for 21. You need to stop telling people you're 21 because you look absolute horrible for 21. You look horrible for 31. You look okay for 41. Like, take your Ann Taylor Chico outfit off here. Stop telling people it's your 21st. I get it. It's funny for everyone other than you because we're laughing at a different joke. And that's how drunk I was on tequila. I was like, ah, I'm going to make fun of everybody. I'm going to sit right here and make fun of... I'm the only Asian person in this whole fucking bar. I'm one of five Asian people probably on this island. And I was like, and I'm not out here talking shit. But when she said, when he goes, it's her 21st birthday, I spit up my drink. I did. <laughs> you can't. Really? Okay. It's like, if you're 21, then I'm six foot nine. Exactly. I'm an asshole to this day. I'm a little hungover. That's fine. Uh, 
what else we got? Oh, shout out. Congratulations to the Toronto Raptors. We're shifting gears at this point because uh, I don't really have much more to talk about. Uh, but I did think about going to Newport, Rhode Island so I could make some money driving Uber. Uh, shout out to Toronto Raptors and shout out to the St. Louis Blues. They both won championships. I don't think we've talked about this, but it was... Uh, sad to watch the Bruins lose Stanley Cup Finals Game 7. It was awesome to watch Toronto win in Game 6, right? Was it? 7? Whatever. It was awesome. It was awesome to watch, like, um, I've got friends from Toronto, and they were just posting pictures of just everyone celebrating. And it didn't feel like a Boston celebration. We've been there before. We've seen it. We've done it. You know, this is just, we're just happy that we won celebration. This is like, I saw the look on people's faces in Toronto and in St. Louis because neither one, Toronto's never won a championship in anything other than hockey and St. Louis hasn't won a championship in hockey in like decades, right? And it was just great to see the like the 50, 60, 70 year old guys just like crying in St. Louis and all of the people in Toronto just didn't know what to do with themselves. We've never won a championship. We don't know what to do. We don't know how to act. You know, St. Louis is just fucking happy. You know, people can die happy. Die hard blues fans in their 50s have never seen them win a championship. And I felt nostalgic. Like, I remember what that looked like. I remember what that felt like. I remember all of the all of the thoughts and joy. Even though I was... I, even though I didn't play, I get it. I'm... But there's something about it when you experience something for the first time and everyone experiences the same thing at the very exact moment. People who are in their 40s, never seeing a championship. You know, the Toronto Raptors have been around since like 95 or something. 95. So what does that make you? That would make you 24. Yeah, that make like 24, 25 year olds who've never seen a championship. Toronto win one. And uh, just the just the joy and the happiness just made me emotional and just go yes, welcome to the team. We've been welcome to the group. We've been waiting for you guys. Uh, so it was sad to watch the Bruins lose, but it was great just to see the emotions. Um, you know, in St. Louis, uh, I was drinking with a buddy from St. Louis, and uh, I I gave him you know I symbolically gave him. Uh, like 10 bucks and I was like hey when you go back buy your dad a beer because his dad has never seen the St. Louis win a, win a championship so um, you know shout out to Toronto shout out to St. Louis I don't I don't know um, it just it was just happy like it's happy to see a team Golden State you guys have seen a championship um, it, it shut down a three-peat so you've seen them you know um with Boston, you know, we just won the Super Bowl. We won the World Series. We've seen a Stanley Cup in the last 10, 10, 12 years. So it's like we've seen these things. It's fine. Just to see the sheer joy of somebody else, being able to experience it was uh, was very emotional. It, it, it felt very, very, very good. So um, shout out to St. Louis. Shout out to Toronto and uh Congratulations. Congratulations, guys. Welcome to the welcome to the group. Uh, what else we got going on? Uh, yeah. So real talk. This is not a joke. Uh, I have a buddy who 
I talked to, we watched the fights together, and he, um, I hit him up randomly, you know, getting ready for the uh, John Jones fight. Uh, you know, it's coming uh, July 6th, and I'm going to the Philippines on July 8th. So I was like trying to get everything together. So I hit him with a text, I was like, hey, buddy, how are you? He goes, I'm good. Just moving around a little bit better now. And I was like, wait, wait, what? What's going on? He's like, yeah, I just got out of surgery. I was like, okay. He goes, uh, oh, you didn't know? Um, I lost a, I lost a nut to cancer. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I literally just talked to you like the last UFC fight. I've, I've talked to you in like three weeks ago, tops. He's like, yeah, we, uh, we were um, trying to get tests for our fertility stuff like that. You know, we got married. Uh, I was at his wedding. And he, um, he was like, yeah, x-ray. They found a gray spot. I got an x-ray on Monday, Monday afternoon. They're like, yeah, you better come in, back in and see um, cancer doctor. What do you call it? Those doctors. And it turned out like literally within a few days, they had to remove one of his testicles. Um, so, you know, guys definitely get tested. Definitely uh, be aware of your medical shit. And I'm trying to get better. Uh, I'm not a spring chicken anymore, and he's he and I are the same age. And I kind of was like, "Oh shit, I should probably get all of my ducks in a row." Doesn't help. Doesn't help that like as soon as my wife found out, I was the asshole that mentioned it. You know, I was like, "Oh, by the way, did you know that my buddy, um, missing a testicle now?" She's like, oh, "Fuck you!" No, 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 seriously. I showed her the text message, and she's like, "Wow, that's crazy." You need to go to the doctors right now. Like she literally made it about me in 37 seconds. Oh, wow. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Go to the doctors, which I have, uh, which reminds me, I got to go find a doctor to get shots before I leave. It's just probably too late, but I should probably go do that. Mm, Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I got to go check, get shots, check fertility, and then also check cancer. Um, I don't think I've had a checkup in like two years, so I should probably get that checked out. Uh, but definitely, guys, while you're out there doing your thing, go ahead and do a little extra checking. Widen your circumference of you touching yourself. Normally, you just touch like a th- four-inch area. Spread it out a little bit. Check for cans or check for lumps. You should have two lumps with no lumps on those lumps. If you have more than two, go see a doctor. If your shit's not smooth like eggs, go go get, I don't know. I don't know why I'm giving health advice. That's not good. Uh, see what else? Eh, you know, I'm going back. Going back to being on the road. Even though it was only like a six or seven hour drive, that shit was difficult, man. Driving to Rhode Island from D.C., it's only, yeah, like six or seven hours. And uh, my hips fucked. Like, just sitting down, um, my body hurts. And I, I don't think that's anything other than, like, yeah, you should probably work out more. You're right, I probably should. And I probably shouldn't be sitting down for so long. And you're right, I probably shouldn't. But uh, my body's just falling apart. There's things that just shouldn't feel like. Did you hear the click? There's like a click in my knee. And I don't know if it's like, oh, that's my hip. 
I can't. I don't know. Uh, this is probably not the best podcast ever. Uh, but, you know, my body's just kind of falling apart. And it's not for wear and tear because I don't really do much. So there's not a lot of wear and tear. It's just like abuse. Not that kind of abuse, people. Get your head out of the gutter. I just, you know, not working out, eating moderately okay, and uh, not pushing myself to the limits. Like, I think that's that's the difference between, like, a car, like, a machine. is Everything is wear and tear. And uh, with your body, doing nothing is wear and tear. <laughs> when you abuse your body physically, it gets better. But when you do nothing, your body gets worse. And uh, I want to live forever. I don't. But I should probably keep my body in shape. Like, you know, uh, I was driving and I was just getting, I could feel knots in my, uh, just building in my calf. And I think I'm like, I'm, I'm beginning like sciatica. My hips are sore. You know, the, and the hips don't lie. I just think that I, I need to take better care of myself. I'm trying to work out, trying to lose a little bit of weight. I'm not overweight. I just know that my fighting weight, I could probably be comfortably 145. Like I could comfortably lose six six pounds or so and I'll be okay. My fighting weight, I'd be fighting like 125. I, I could probably cut down to 125. Not in the good way, but um, so yeah, more of the story. Let's recap real quick. I think I'm going to see if my distributor can get me some koozies. I think that might be a thing. And uh, I'll probably buy some koozies and and be able to slang them. So you could go to their favorite nightclub or bar or blues club or comedy club and uh, and bring a koozie like a goddamn American. I don't know why I've never thought of that. I don't know why I've ever had to. But I figure if I'm going to overpay for a beer, you know, a Heineken six bucks when I can buy like an $8 six pack. It's overpriced to probably take care of them, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, just just sitting around with these kids, you know, at this club, you go, wow, this is uh, this. I feel like I'm at Coachella. I'm in my own little Coachella over here, and I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't like. How do you kids know Billy Idol? I'm just at that age where I don't understand a lot of things. And then and then those guys would play like. A, a different song, like a new song. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I think I've heard of this once. Maybe back in my day. <laughs> okay. Um, what I got going on? Uh, next week, I will be at the DC Improv on the 26th, I believe, for the open mic. Uh, shout out to Antoine Griffith for putting me on. And uh, I will be around town. I will be at, uh, I'll be in the Philippines. And uh, Philippines, and I will be in Singapore and Bali, uh, amongst other places, uh, starting July. So I don't know how I'm going to get this podcast out. I will say that uh, if you are listening to this podcast, we do have a video portion of it. It's me sitting in front of a thing with two cameras. I edit it. takes me a few few hours to edit it, but I put that out there. Uh, So if you're listening, check out YouTube.com slash Comedy for the video portion of this. I will say uh, when I'm in Asia, I don't know how this is all going to work. It's going to be very quick, very dirty. I don't know uh, as far as editing, as far as all these things, it's going to be way more different than what you're used to. So I'll give you that a heads up. Uh, July 8th, 
all the way to like August 8th, something like that. So it's going to be four or five podcasts that are just going to be um, different sounding, different looking. If you're on YouTube right now, hello, how are you? I have just the audio portion of this anywhere you find um, podcasts, right? Um, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and Stitcher and Spotify. I'm, all, I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere you can find a podcast, Short, Pale, and Handsome. Um, that's what I got. If you guys have suggestions for uh, merch ideas, put it in the link below. Shoot me an email. Send me a text. Uh, loyallycomedy at gmail.com and uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I will be there. And uh, now I will bid you guys adieu because I got to go find a doctor that will give me my, uh, what is it, malaria shots, whatever my third world country shots are. I got to go do that. Uh, this episode has been brought to you by my Patreon account, Loyally Comedy. S- wait, nope. Patreon.com slash Loyally Comedy. And uh, shout out to um, the patrons out there. Um, also brought to you by my store, loyallycomedy.com slash stoa. Uh, my store is where you can buy some of these t-shirts. Uh, every month I'm going to try to put up a different t-shirt. So it's going to be an influx of different t-shirts available. July 1st, I'm going to put uh, the Filipino flag Loyally Comedy Bullet Club shirt. So be on the lookout for that. We'll see how all that goes. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate you guys listening. This one's a little bit of a rough one. Uh, I've been thinking about cancer. Not conducive to comedy, but I'm trying. So definitely shout out to uh, my buddy, anybody that is, has cancer, that's had cancer, that's fighting. Shout out to you. Shout out to all the people that have lost their battle with cancer um, that should not be gone uh, for God. So my mind's a little elsewhere. Uh, I do appreciate you guys listening. And um, if you guys have any suggestions, shoot me an email. I love you guys very, very much. I appreciate you guys. Uh, What's Up Wednesday is up next this Wednesday. And um, thank you very much. I love you. Uh, Bye-bye.